There is insurance for everything from when you buy your new phone to your new car, to your house, to your health, and I mean, even your pets. No matter where you turn, you are probably being offered an insurance policy on something and it can start to sound like white noise. Another insurance policy here today. What I want to talk to you about is insurance that you need that you potentially have not even heard about. At the end of this episode, I want you to go and really dig in and get this insurance set up. It is something that could truthfully save you money and time in the long run. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Thank you for joining me today on The Financial Mirror, where we continue to improve the one thing you can control yourself. If this is the first time that you are joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave that five-star review and a written comment as they both go a long way in getting this information out there to more and more listeners just like you that just want to improve their personal finances. Now, last week, I made an episode that talked about financial scams. I told you financial scams run rampant and can easily start to rip away your hard-earned cash. All the money that you go to work for every single day could truthfully be gone in one financial scam and not exaggerating whatsoever. I showed you last week various little tall tale signs that you could begin to look for that could really probably give you a little indicator that this may be a financial scam. And if it could easily be something that you know of now or maybe something that you weren't really aware of. All in all, if you missed last week's episode, I think you will find value in it because it does show you sort of some of those common tactics that scammers like to use and could prevent you from giving up some of your hard-earned cash and set you back on whatever your current financial goal is. Don't let a financial mishap happen that could have possibly been prevented just by looking for one of those indicators that I covered last week. Now, this week, we're carrying on that same trend. We're carrying on the same kind of conversation because I want to ensure that you are protected from all sides when we're thinking about finances. What we're going to discuss today is something that I really want you to consider. And I'm not just saying that. Like, I really want you to consider this. I titled this an insurance you need that you probably don't have for a reason, right? Because more than likely, you've probably never heard of this insurance. And if you have heard of it, you probably didn't exactly know what it is or what it does. You just knew it by name or you've seen it on an ad or you've seen it on a website or you've seen it somewhere, but you really never looked into it because most of us don't have it, right? At the end of this episode, I want you to do something for me. At a minimum, I want you to go look into it. 
That's all I'm asking is I want you to go look into it. I put a link to the provider that I recommend in the description of this episode, but I want to tell you that there are others that offer similar services. I don't make money if you click on the link and go to the one that I recommend. I make $0. There's no recommendation. It's just the one that I personally use and the one that I recommend to all my financial clients. Now, after this episode, I don't want you to just listen to this as words. I don't want you to just hear this episode and be like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll think about it. No, really, at a minimum, just go look into it. Really go look into it. See if you can fit this into your budget. And I'm going to give you reasons why today that you should strongly, strongly consider this insurance in your life. So let's jump in. I'm going to start today with the facts. Like I want us to look at the facts first. So what are those facts? Well, first off, 15 million people report identity theft in the United States in 2021. That's how many did then. And we can only assume that that has increased over the last year that that has increased. If we look back to like 2020, it was at like 4.7 million or something. So you can see this isn't some slow trend. This is really a full-blown train picking up steam, right? Like this is a big deal. 15 million identity theft victims in 2021. Huge deal. $24 billion lost due to identity theft in 2021. In that same year, those 15 million people lost $24 billion to identity thieves, right? Big deal. Big freaking deal. $24 billion. It's a lot of money. If you use social media, you can see right here on the screen that you have a 46% chance, a higher risk of having account takeover. We'll go over what account takeover is, but that's a big deal, right? And the other, the other fact that's out there is that there was a 68% increase in data compromises in 2021, right? So you can see this is a big deal. This isn't just some run-of-the-mill type of thing where it's like, yeah, well, I guess. I mean, it might happen, but, it, you know, like, like pet insurance, okay, yes, your dog may get sick. Yes, your dog, not may, your dog will get sick. Uh, is pet insurance worth it? I don't know. I've never looked into it, right? I've never looked into pet insurance. I'm like, you know, if something happens to my dog, uh, the best thing I'm going to do is just have to have the money set aside for it, right? Like I'm going to have to pay up. But we're talking like a couple thousand, right? Like we're talking a couple thousand, you know, you know, upwards of, uh, you know, tens of 20,000s. Like I'm sure, like I don't know what the worst case is for a pet, but I just use that as an example, you know, of... Uh, the, the, I don't know what the overall cost of that pets, you know, what the, what's the worst case scenario, but I do know what the worst case scenario is of, uh, someone coming in and totally wiping your retirement account. It's not 10 or 20,000. It's probably a couple hundred thousand. Uh, now let's think about, they also come in and wipe your bank accounts. They wipe your, they, they max out your credit cards. Like we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars for a single individual that could give up that money if they fall victim to identity theft, right? And so you can see there's a lot of people, there's a lot of money, and most people out there don't have identity theft insurance. More or less, many don't even know it exists. So 
more than likely, if you are listening to this, you fall into one of those categories. You either probably don't know it exists or you've heard of it. You don't know what it what it what it really is. Um, and, and so you don't think you need it. Right. But I want to tell you that 15 million people are falling victim to identity theft and you could be one of them. I'm not wishing that on you, but what I'm saying is you could be one of them. No one, no one at all is immune to identity theft. Even when you do everything you can, our information is readily available to a lot of people. You trust a lot of people with your data, right? Whether you go to a doctor, you go to a store, you go to wherever, your data is out there. And you're trusting that that company, that organization, or whoever you gave your data to, you're trusting that they're protecting it. But what happens when they have a mishap and your data gets exposed? Now you have the problem. It wasn't your fault, right? It wasn't your fault, but your data's out there. And now someone that has that data could sell that data to someone else and you could fall victim to identity theft and really and truthfully lose tons of your money that you may not ever get back, right? I just want to set this up. I want to build this context because it's it's real. This is a real thing. It's a growing threat. And it's really one of the bigger threats to your financial future than you really think, right? And that's why I'm coming to you this week, uh, following on from last week where we talked about financial scams. I want to talk about something that I brought up at the end of last week's episode. I just didn't think that I put enough emphasis on it. I didn't think I gave you enough information to really, you know, entice you to go look at it. And that's what I wanted to do today. So what constitutes identity theft? I mentioned, you know, 15 million and all that kind of stuff. But what constitutes identity theft? Well, this came from Experian's website. And that's a great question. But you can see to the right, there's tons and tons of identity theft out there. But what I wanted to do is make things easy for you. In an easy statement, when we look at what is identity theft, simply put, it is fraudulent acquisition and use of a person's private identifying information or PII, uh, as you've probably heard, and usually for some type of financial gain. Okay, so that's what it is. That's what it is in a nutshell. You can see all those on the right. You can see mail identity theft. You can see Social security number identity theft, senior identity theft, child identity theft, tax, biometric identity theft, blah, blah, blah. All these identities, there's tons of them. What I want to do is break them down into three categories. You really have three categories of identity theft, and that's what I wanted to cover with you today. I wanted you to understand these three because these are the, the big kickers right here. Financial, medical, and online identity theft. That's really what it boils down to. It boils down to financial, medical, and online identity theft. So let's break down each of these. Starting with financial. Financial identity theft is when someone pretends to be you and make financial decisions based on on your accounts, right? The most common way this happens is someone gets your credit card information. They make purchases that you didn't authorize And that's a big deal, right? The good news is that many credit card companies give you the option to dispute those charges, right? So that's an easy, credit cards are probably the easiest way to 
sort of sort of work through identity theft. If it's just a credit card purchase and that's all they got, well, guess what? There's a good chance that that you're you're just fine, right? You're probably going to be able to dispute that charge, and life goes on. Would identity theft insurance have helped you? I don't know. Maybe you could have seen it. I'm going to go over like some of the the continuous monitoring out there that that's provided by some of these services. Maybe you could have seen that your credit card was um, possibly sold on the dark web or, or something like that. But I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't have helped you at all. But the good news is, is that what about those those accounts where someone opens a credit card under your name, right? Now we have a bigger problem. They open a brand new credit card under your name. They max that bad boy out and you just get the bill. Now what are we going to do? We got to not only dispute the charges, we got to dispute the account. We got to dispute that most likely that bill was late by the time it got to you. You didn't even know the account existed, right? So we have a big deal. That's where identity theft insurance could come in. I'm jumping a little ahead, but I'm just so excited about this. You can probably you can probably hear it, but it's a big passion because I really want you to know that this is a real deal. This is a real threat and it's not something that you should really ever take lightly, if I'm totally honest. Now, financial identity theft could also come when someone gets access to your bank account through um getting your account number and and looking up the routing number online and then starting to transfer money and that type of thing. That's another way that we can see financial identity theft. But ultimately, this is money coming out of some type of financial account and going elsewhere or money being spent and you didn't know about it. That's all financial identity theft. So what's making this a harder one to crack is that many of the hackers are actually moving this money from these um, from these these accounts into crypto. Crypto is a little harder to trace, not regulated, and then they're they're using this right. They're using this crypto to then just sell off and get and get and turn back into whatever currency they need it to. Right. This is a big deal. This is a big deal because it's harder for people to get your money back. So. Financial identity theft is is huge and it's something that we're starting to see more and more of. It, all of this is mostly for financial gain. So what about medical identity theft? Well, this is when someone pretends to be you and receive medical care. Now, this normally comes from them gaining some type of access to your identity and then they may walk into a hospital, a doctor's office or whatever, and then they get receive medical care and then that follows your insurance and all of a sudden you could start to see huge medical bills showing up at your door and we all know how expensive medical care is so how did we get to that whopping 24 billion lost in identity theft well pretty simply right we simply added up a bunch of of medical bills we added up a bunch of 401ks iras bank accounts credit cards you can see how we got up into the billions very very quickly right but medical identity theft is that other one that is growing in popularity and it's you're really high at risk for it because all they really need to do is create an identity that matches yours and then go receive medical care. Now, what about that last one? Online identity theft. Well, simply put, this is when someone takes advantage of you 
by doing an account takeover or being you from an online perspective. That's probably the easiest way to look at it. And this is extremely common. But the part about this is that in and of itself, it's not truly affecting your finances, right? If somebody gets into my Facebook account, they're not really going to have much financial gain from that alone, right? From that alone. If they got onto my Instagram account or they got onto my ESPN account or whatever, there's not a bunch of financial gain that happens with that. Where the financial gain or where the identity happens is when they get into that account and then they look at like a like a profile. And maybe inside that profile, it has my address or my name, my birth date possibly. And then you take all of the information you get and now you go and you you maneuver or you 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 start to figure out how can I use this name, address, and birth date to get a little more. It's all about putting pieces together. I when we're looking at this whole entire this whole entire uh, market of identity theft, all it is is a it's a puzzle. Get as many pieces as you can and figure out how to put them together. So if they can get my name, address, and birth date from a a simple profile, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. If they can get into your email, think about that. Everything connects back to your email. I can go to I can look through your email, see what type of accounts you have, and then all of a sudden hit go to those accounts, hit forgot password, reset the password. Now I can log into everything, right? Like this is a big deal. Identity theft is a big deal and it's easy to laterally move once you get some type of information, right? And this isn't to scare you. This is to show you how real it is. It's to show you that it is a big deal that you should think about. It's something that you technically have some control over, but not all control over. So when we're thinking about it, what can you do? What can you do? Well, I told you that uh, we were going to talk about the insurance that you needed, but I want to start off with this. The first thing that you can do is use strong passwords, use password managers. Those are great. Some of these insurance providers for identity theft insurance also provide uh, password managers built in with them. Not all of them, but some of them. It's just one of those services that may offer. But using a password manager, creating complex passwords, not reusing passwords, that's one easy thing that you can do. Another thing that you can do, set up multi-factor authentication. It is inconvenient to use an authenticator. It's inconvenient to get that text message and have to type in the code. But it is totally worth it as being another form of protection, another boundary that has to get broken through that protects you and your identity. So I'm telling you, while it's inconvenient, it's totally worth it. Now, what I want to show you next is if you got insurance, this insurance that you need that you probably didn't know existed, what does it offer? Like, what do you get out of it? Well, the first thing is that it's going to offer you financial recoupment. That's right. If you lose money for whatever reason due to identity theft, the insurance is going to get you that money back. So if you got your 401k and your IRA and your bank accounts all wiped out, this insurance is going to get that money back, right? Most providers offer around a million dollars per person uh, to be covered, and that's a good day, that's a good day, day for you, right? So if you got 250,000 wiped, well now you have a million 
that's going to help cover you. So you'll be able to get that 250000 back. This is important for us financially because we don't want to lose hard-earned money by some attacker out there that's maliciously just taking advantage of us, right? We don't want to do that. We don't want to lose our retirement accounts. We don't want to lose our down payments. We don't want to lose all these things that we've been working so, so hard for, for the simple fact that we could have had an identity theft insurance that could recoup that or that could have helped us in that in that time, right? So second, so the first thing was that financial recoupment. The second thing it offers is the ability to have a partner that'll do the hard work for you. So if you fall victim to identity theft, any type, this, whoever this company is, they're going to go to work for you. They're going to help restore everything back to the way it was before you had an identity theft incident, right? This is important because those medical bills that you didn't know existed are probably late and they're going to affect you financially. You need someone that can go in, figure out, talk to, fill out the forms with everybody out there that needs to be notified do all the the police the police forms do all that all, everything that needs to be done you want somebody to do that for you you don't want to have to take time off of work pay legal fees do all those things to try to get things back to the way they were you don't want to have to go through that pay for the insurance and have someone do it for you they are professionals they know what to do have someone do it for you lastly most of the services, if not all of them, provide some type of real-time continuous monitoring and detection. This allows you to put things like your driver's license number, your credit card numbers, your emails, your phone numbers, and all these other personal information items into their database, and they can search for it and try to catch these type of things early. This is a big deal. It's a big deal because you don't want to sit there and have your information just flying all over the dark web, getting sold from left to right to hacker to hacker or whatever, and end up being able to have prevented it, right? If you see a credit card number is floating around out there on the dark web, what could you do? Well, I could just call the credit card company and say, hey, I think my card's been compromised. Can you issue me a new card with a new card number? Boom. I just stopped it just like that, just by seeing that that notification from that real-time monitoring, I'm able to stop it and make a difference. So this is something that is, is really beneficial. When we really think about it, it's truly beneficial. Now, I want to tell you that there are many providers out there and they all offer different services that are going to entice you. Maybe some of them are going to offer VPN services. I told you about the continuous monitoring. I told you about password managers. Some might give you antivirus. Some might give you dark web monitoring. They're all going to give you some type of feature selection. What I want you to look for really is, is three, three things. Three, three things. I was going to go three things. Three things. All right. So three things. No more jokes. Uh, just kidding. Three things I want you to look for. Someone that's going to work on your behalf to restore you to pre-identity uh, levels, right? Someone that's going to do that hard work for you. I want you to look for someone that's going to recoup you a million dollars in stolen fund restoration if you fall victim to identity theft. That's number two. Someone's going to give you up to a million dollars back, right? And then that third thing is that continuous real-time monitoring. I want you to look for that. Now, a couple, I looked this up and I can tell you that uh, they all offer their own little thing, like I said. 
But Norton LifeLock looked good. Uh, be careful because they only had one package that offers a million in restored stolen funds. You'll see theirs is broken down. It's like a million in restored stolen funds and then like uh, a million in legal fees. Another one might be 25000 in restored stolen funds and a million in legal fees. Look at the exact package and what it offers. You want a million dollars in restored stolen funds. That's what you want to look for. Uh, also looked at, you know, Identity Force. That was another one that was all right. Uh, but Xander is the one that I recommend. I am a certified Dave Ramsey uh, financial coach. And I, since I first started messing with Dave Ramsey and before I became a financial coach and I was just going through Financial Peace University myself and all those type of things, I started identity theft protection like years and years and years and years ago. Like, I mean, like I'm talking maybe 12 years ago, I started my identity theft protection, right? Like crazy long time ago. What I can tell you is it gives you peace of mind. It lets you know that everything's all right. Because if you do fall victim to identity theft protection, now it doesn't mean that you let your guard down. I talked about that last week. You don't let your guard down. But at least I know if I fall victim to identity theft, that I am protected, that I'm okay, that I'm not going to have to go and work, you know, as soon as I get off of work, I'm going to have to start working on my legal battles to get my uh, identity restored. I'm not going to have to do all the paperwork. I'm not going to have to worry about how am I going to get my money back. If I'm going to get my money back, I don't have to worry about it. And it's not super expensive, right? Like it's not crazy expensive. So I, I've got the family plan with two people for me and my wife. Um, I think it's like $12 a month or something. And we, we, you know, we got a million each, right? That's 2 million, a million each in restored, uh, stolen fund amounts. We've got the, the continuous real-time monitoring. We've got, um, the, the, them working on our behalf if, if our identity is stolen, but those are things we're looking for. And that's, that's all like, I don't need all the other services. I just want the basic thing. I'm looking for identity theft insurance. Uh, I've got, I've got, you know, I can go off and look at other specialties if I want all those other specialty services like antivirus and VPNs and all that other stuff. But if you're just looking for identity theft insurance, Xander is a great place to start looking. Um, like I said, I put the link in the bottom. I told you I'm not compensated if you go if you click that link and you go sign up i don't make any money off of you doing that i just want to provide that as an option but there are other services out there so don't think that that's your only option because it's not but the important thing is don't get caught with money out of your pocket and time out of your schedule trying to recoup yourself from identity theft don't do it it's not worth your time it's not worth your money I hope that this is this is eye-opening first and foremost, uh, but I hope that it, just, it gives you that little bit of motivation to want to go out and look into this. Just look into it. I'm telling you, it's one of those insurance that you don't want to live without. You don't live without health insurance. You don't drive your car without auto insurance. You don't want to live in this cold, cold world where your data is floating everywhere and it's the most valuable thing is data. It's the most valuable thing. It's floating everywhere. People are making money off of it. You don't want to walk around swiping your card, giving out your information to doctors and and, and uh, um, employers and all that type of stuff just to potentially have them get breached and your data be out there floating around. 
and, and have your identity stolen, right? You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. So take control of it. Go look into an identity theft protection and be on your way to being covered. Now, in terms of your personal finances, if you are ready to turn your personal finances around, go over to thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now in the middle of the screen. You'll see it, black button, click it, book now, get a free consultation. We'll, we'll spend you know 30 minutes or so discussing how a financial coach may be able to help you. And if there if there's a plan, if it's right for you, there's a plan for you. And we'll get you set up on one and get you started in the right direction. If you do want to give an extra dose of support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop, pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. I truly appreciate everyone tuning in to the show this week. I hope that this is not just words. I hope that you start taking some action on this because it can make a difference in your life. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share this episode with everyone from your friends to your family to your coworkers. And if you are listening on Apple and Spotify on the podcast, leave a five-star review and a written comment as that spreads the word that much faster. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.